0: 50th career goal against the Flyers is his 500th National Hockey League talent. His parents on hand, and the crowd erupting as Crosby finally gets to 500. The entire Penguin bench on the ice to celebrate with Sidney Crosby. They kept looking for him on that power play, and eventually they find him, Mike Sullivan applauding his superstar. And welcome to interesting to see your daily sports podcast news narratives takes some gambling. Sidney Crosby, all time great Pittsburgh Penguin gets his 500th career goal as the Penguins mount a come from behind win over the Philadelphia Flyers. Talk about the city of Philadelphia today. Interesting ball game from them last night. We'll talk about that. Matthew Stafford debate rages on. I do not care about the Matthew Stafford debate. We have had that debate. We will continue to have that debate. It is the offseason it is the offseason in the national football league so we will get into all of that of course let's just watch another video real quick what do you think this is leo messi in the champions league with the penalty kick it's not a great situation look at all the hype all the hype here it comes the goat i'm so excited all right dude come on he's saying a prayer over the ball uh, look at this The drama. That's so funny. He's so good. I don't know what that was. Gross. Not a great effort there (laughs) from Leo Messi. Okay, let's get into this show. Jeez. We're going to start with the city of Detroit and the sadness of the Matthew Stafford worship. I hope as a Detroit Lions fan. I know, RIP to me, that the worship ends one of these days. Cincinnati was the hottest market in which to watch professional football. If you can see on YouTube right there, that's the market share and then the other number, which is the rating. Uh, I don't really get that. It's like market rank or something. I don't understand how these numbers work. But allegedly, Nielsen can track this. I'm not sure that they actually can. I think that there's like, if I remember right, TV's got incomplete data sets and it's not as good as it could be. However, Detroit is right behind Cincinnati right there. Yeah, 45.9% market share. They are the number two city to watch the Super Bowl. Last year, the number two city to watch the Super Bowl when Tom Brady and Tampa won was Boston. So it makes sense. People uh, love their guys. That's, I suppose that's how it goes. If you didn't see, the uh, Rams had the parade yesterday. It was three quarters of a mile. (laughs) They went from a parking lot around the L.A. Coliseum, which is not the stadium they play in, to a, a different parking lot on another adjacent facility. It was not really a parade at all, which is funny. Uh, shout out to Simone Biles. Simone Biles got engaged yesterday to her Houston Texans boyfriend. I f- don't know exactly who he is. He's not like super elite as a player, but yeah, that's uh, these people are going to have babies. That's, I hope they consider the University of Mississippi Ole Miss is a great place for a student-athlete to come find themselves. Let's talk, speaking of finding yourself, let's talk about the Philadelphia 76ers. James Harden had his introductory press conference yesterday, and the Sixers were playing the Celtics at home. There's a lot of hype around the programs right now, and they went out and I think is the worst loss in program history. Team history? Franchise history? Whatever you want to call it. 135 to 87. 135 to 87. It feels like an emotionally draining kind of situation for them and blah blah blah. There will be excuses. Just bad. Just a bad situation. If you scroll down and look at the box score, Tobias Harris, thank you for your six points. As soon as the game was over, they saw that they pulled Joel MB. They kind of I mean this happens in the NBA. We talk about this all the time. Like when there are all these games, like there's no reason to get anybody hurt. If you're gonna lose, you're gonna lose, who cares? But I just thought that was funny. The Celtics whooped their ass behind. 29 points from Jalen Brown and 28 points from Jason Tatum. That is, I mean, it's it's funny. There's a big debate go- online uh, talking about whether or not Ben Simmons was faking mental health symptoms so he could hold out, which absolutely seems like the case to me. However, it is unprovable. So, theoretically, you could just kind of step away whenever you didn't want to play, and I, I think that there is definitely a risk for people to take advantage of that and kind of – undermine all of the positive steps all uh major sports specifically the nhl and the nfl have made toward prioritizing mental health they just love mental health breaks and some very famous players took him lane johnson took a couple weeks calvin ridley took the entire season essentially with atlanta um brandon brooks for the eagles also stepped away for a couple like he was in full uniform one time and he stepped away i think that kind of thing is a really good deal and ben simmons kind of undermines all of that but never be able to prove it. So it kind of is what it is at this point. Talk about coach Mike Krzyzewski on his goodbye tour. There's this post from Ian O'Connor at the New York post saying that they wanted this guy, Tommy Amaker, who is the head coach of Harvard. They wanted him to succeed coach K, but coach K wanted John Shire, his former player to be his successor. And everyone's like, that's so that he could keep control of the program. Duh. So he wants everybody else, he wants John Shire to take his losses. Man, Coach K, he's not going out with a bang. It's kind of shown his, shown his true colors. Everybody's not exactly pumped about which Coach K has become. It is what it is at this point. I mean, most greats, coaches or players, hang on a year or two too long. It's just a fact. It's impossible not to. You think you're at the top of your game and, and, uh, Maybe you weren't. Conference USA, um, they're kind of falling apart. They had to issue this statement yesterday because they are not imposing penalties for schools leaving. Schools are wanting to leave and go to the American Conference, so nobody knows what the hell's happening. They're considering uh, promoting Old Dominion from Division I AA in football or FCS or whatever you want to call it. So they issued this statement yesterday. Conference USA intends to conduct the 2022-2023 athletic year with the full 14 institution membership intact. The Conference USA Board of Directors will exhaust all necessary legal actions. To ensure all members meet their contractual obligations as defined by and agreed to in the Conference USA bylaws. What that means is that we're you people are going to be here. Uh, I don't think that's how that's going to go down. I think they're going to continue to do whatever they want. There's just so much money involved in football. You have to have good football schools, and if there's a better football offer, you got to take it. They can't. I mean, there's just so much money, and even if huge, huge, huge portions of the money go to athletics and football and whatever, that's marketing. That's better students. Alabama has become in a, in a much, much, much better school in the last 15 years. Do pretty much 100% to Nick Saban in the football program. It's the best advertising there is. It really is. Everybody wins when the football team wins. Now, like there are problems with prioritizing football over academics, but it's just. There is no better advertising. The University of Wyoming estimates that Josh Allen is worth somewhere between, like, five to ten million dollars in advertising per year, and they didn't even win anything. He just went, like, he was like, a, I think he was picked seventh overall or something. So, like, I this is just going to keep happening. you got to prioritize football, and you're talking about the playoff, and blah, blah, blah. Their uh, American Athletic Conference, I think vice chair or something, this guy, he issued a statement to the National... College Athletics Association, the NCAA, that he was worried that we should continue to talk about the playoff and start to add stuff because if this window closes, it's entirely possible, if not likely, that they're going to table expansion of the playoff for another couple years, but they shouldn't. Everyone is saying that, you know, let's just do it. Let's like keep talking about it. Let's keep talking about it. Let's keep talking about it. And what's really strange to me is that the conferences that are not on board include the SEC and the ACC we well, not about the ACC, but the SEC—they're just going to get more teams in. I mean, let's just say theoretically, if Ole Miss beats Auburn this year, and there's an eight-team or ten-team playoff, SEC gets Alabama, Georgia, and Ole Miss in, and that's not the only time this would have happened. I don't know why they wouldn't be on board overall. Like they would, <laughs> the SEC essentially is going to come with multiple auto bids if it's an eight to twelve-team playoff. It is annoying. It is annoying. I will say that. Saw this video of Matthew Stafford's no-look throw. If you haven't seen it, it is remarkable. Absolutely incredible. His no-look pass to Cooper Cup in the fourth quarter is probably one of the clutch- clutchest plays in Super Bowl history. And I don't know if the NFL delete the tweet. Oh, you losers. But you'll see it. He's looking one way. He looks Von Bell off. He throws the ball to Cooper Cup, and that sealed the deal. Or the Los Angeles Rams, which um, people are going to keep debating for a long time. This this Stafford Hall of Fame thing, this GOAT thing, Richard Sherman, Dan Orlovsky, everybody's talking about Russell Wilson. (sighs) I do feel bad. Brian Bakhtiari and other people chiming in. uh, Kurt Warner, like, "Why, why don't we let the guy enjoy the fact that he won the Super Bowl before doing these debates? No, guys. Absolutely not. We must have sports debate, which I'm completely on board with. That's what makes it fun. The Edmonton Oilers fired their head coach last week, Dave Tippett. Their general manager, Ken Holland, had to do it. They came out of the All-Star break and promptly laid eggs. Keep in mind that they have by far the best player in the world, and they have like three or four other guys. I mean, they don't have like a deep, crazy, unbelievable roster, but they have three or four other guys that are really good at hockey, and they just suck. It's the weirdest thing. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen – between them and the Philadelphia Flyers, I don't know that I've ever seen teams that just don't get it more than those guys. Let's check in with NBA standings if there's anything interesting to repeat. Uh, The Bulls and the Heat are kind of surprising. The Heat surprised me. The Bulls are surprising everybody. DeMar DeRozan is all of a sudden the best player on the planet, which is crazy. Giannis Antetokounmpo dropped 50 last night. The Bucks win – and they're just sneaking around. They're still they're in third place. There's, I think Giannis has kind of figured out what LeBron figured out about 10 years ago, which is just get in, get a top-four seed, host a playoff round or two, and then when you get to the playoffs, then turn it on. Uh, the East is completely log-jammed. A bunch of different teams could make it. There's not a lot separating the 8th seed, ninth seed, 10th seed. As the playoff race starts to heat up, got another month or two to that. Gonzaga is the new, new number one in college basketball. They are back to being number one. If you haven't seen their best player, Chet Holmgren, he is a freakazoid, alien-looking dude. He's so tall, but you look like he just blow away, blow away with a gust of wind. Kind of funny, actually. Like, I don't want to laugh at someone, but he is he is kind of funny and shouts to the University of Wyoming. Ranked in the top 25, what's up, my home state of Wyoming. Yesterday, in Champions League accent, Peter Schmeichel, who is a former keeper, Got. sent to the team he has to avoid the sprinkler watch this he has to avoid the sprinkler we'll bring it up for you right here oh man it's so funny <laughs> look at him Still look, look at him. him he's running away move. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you That's what, what? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm gonna go after him now <laughs> <laughs> I know how that feels I'm normally the one out on the road thanks for now Peter uh, let's focus on Thought that was funny. Anybody who's ever played sports in a baseball field or football field knows exactly what it's like to have the sprinklers come on unexpectedly and have to wait for them to shut them off. I don't know that I've ever done it on uh, live international television, though. That's it for interesting to see I'll be back in better than ever tomorrow. Like, rate, review, subscribe.